Dagny, I watched a five and a half hour long YouTube video called The Failure of Victorious. And We're it's really ruined... jumping right in. The Victorious, the TV show? Yeah, it's ruined my whole life. And I, I the, the fiance and I watched it slowly over the course of several days. Um, and I don't really want to talk about it as a topic. I just want to let you know that that is something I've done. It is an episode so by episode things... analysis. No, 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 no. <laughs> I get it. But of, you know, every week I recommend something to you to watch of good quality. I bring in good things. Like you still haven't watched Inside Bo Burnham's stand up, which I really enjoy. I have not. Um, uh, good stuff. I, I there's a lot of other things. Lego Masters Australia about to have a watch party with Rocky Pegram and Joe Rumrill, who are both friends of the pod. Hello, friends. Um, yes, uh, both fantastic. So we have we're watching we're doing a watch party because they're the only other couple that we've ever heard of that have watched Lego Masters Australia, which is the best one um will arnett hot take not hot take it's obvious he stole all of his bits from hamish who's the host of lego masters you have said this i've talked about about this yeah yeah yeah, like too many times but fuck kale i hate him um i hope he listens to this because fucking he's the worst um (laughs) anyway check it out but still all i'm saying you spent five and a half hours watching a documentary about victorious yeah and not anything else that I've recommended. I was mostly just fascinated by how often they jump through hoops to make sure Ariana Grande is not singing anywhere near Victoria Justice. Yeah. Um, that's the funniest part, because like Tori's the most talented person at the school, but Ariana Grande's right there the whole time. Yeah. Good morning, good afternoon, good <laughs> evening, and good night. No matter when you're listening, welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm a host. My name's Billy. Hey, who's that over there? My name's Dagny. I'm your sister. Billy, do you notice anything about me? You got a cool haircut and you have bangs. I do. I'm not going through a crisis or anything. I just, <laughs> it's very trendy right now to have curly bangs and I can do it with the curly hair. Uh, I told Sarah, our both of our hair stylists, that she should cut bangs on you next time. And she was like, he does do the same haircut most times. Maybe we should mix it up. And I said, or a mullet. Um, I'm so, seeing her in a week and a half. Why are you putting ideas in her head? I wanted to see her this week, but she was booked. Now this is the hairstyle corner. Yeah. So I hope you should go with a mullet. I think you should bring that back from your childhood. I could, uh, I could also, shave the people- sides. And then yeah. go full mullet, and then get this a little shorter. Mm-hmm. Well, you it's saw medium. No Kevin, one can see where Kevin Sullivan about just cut his hair. TikTok <laughs> star friend of mine, Kevin Sullivan, and he's yeah. got this like 1992 mullet he thing going so on. He really does. That's what inspired me. Was I was like, this looks fantastic on. If him. I and cut my hair, if I cut my hair to look like his a month after he cut his hair. He's going to think I'm single white femaling him. Like, he's fully... <laughs> Ruby the copycat? Yeah. Deep cut of children's novels. <laughs> novels, children's books. Uh, Ruby the copycat. Very good. Also, what's the other one? Bootsy Barker Bites. Still fantastic literature. Literature. Um, literature. Please check those out. <laughs> sure. Children's books. <laughs> children's books. Well, Dagny, what's um, you your... Because the kids that listen to this. I've, I know what I want to talk about for my pop culture thing of the week, but what have you got? I also... I'm very excited about my pop culture thing. Wow. Um, uh, I mean, I've watched quite a few things, or like 
consumed in general quite a few things, but the most important is what I watched last night, which I was always, I was planning on watching it. And I was like, you know what? We don't really have anything else to do, like any specific thing. We did have plans and then they got canceled. So we were like, let's, I'm talking about my boyfriend. We watched it with my boyfriend. Um, We watched Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix. Oh, hey. It was incredible it yeah. was so good uh i high like highly 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 recommend it even if you don't know anything about jonathan larson they do a really good job of explaining his life um and truly everyone in it is great vanessa hutchins is in it and she Love is her. great i didn't even know she was in it um she's just she's not a huge part but she popped up and at the beginning she's kind of at a distance and john was like is that vanessa hutchins um and it is she's she's great but specifically, Andrew Garfield gives the performance of a lifetime. Good. He is I, incredible. He can sing so well. Like every perform, yeah, I know every song he knocks it out of the park. He is an incredible singer, um, incredible actor. Like it's, uh, I was, I was blown away. The uh, the I fiance don't know if was my watching. My boyfriend it. was as blown away, but like I I downloaded it on my phone because I'm catching a plane later, and I might watch it again because it was so good. I was in the um, bedroom and I could hear him oh. watching something in the living room, and I walked out and I and <laughs> I was going to say, "What are you watching out here?" That sounds like Rent, and then I saw it and I was like, "Oh, it's Tick Tick Boom!" Shit, and I know it's also yeah. um, Lin Manuel mm. Miranda's directorial debut. Which yes, is cool because, like, three years ago, the fiance did a a, a talk back with Lynn at uh, the theater the at Seattle USC. Theater. No, here, here, USC. Oh, here, sorry. Oh, why mm-hmm. can't I remember the name of that theater? Uh, Whatever, I'll remember it shortly. Um, and also, not USC. Um, uh, oh my gosh, the Geffen, the Geffen Playhouse. I got there. Lynn was there uh, and he had talked about he wanted to get into directing film. And so I think it's cool that three years later he did it. He did the damn thing. Yeah, he was. It's very beautifully directed. Everything. I mean, I'm sure some people will have qualms with it in some capacity, but uh, I think I liked every part of it. There wasn't a song that I was like, this is like the weakest part of it. I guess there were some songs that weren't as fantastic as the other ones, but I think it. Uh, I'm curious because I also knew nothing about Tick, Tick, Boom. Well, it's, um, it is a one-man show, and they changed it. Yeah, they, they they, kind it's of, a new adaptation, yeah. but it's all the music. But you see you see parts of that. It's like it cuts back throughout the whole movie of him on the stage set up just like how Jonathan Larson did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get like the scenes in between. Also, the actress from Pasadena Playhouse that played Audrey um, the trans actress that, do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, MJ from, uh, Pose. Yes, she is MJ in Rodriguez. it. And she's fantastic. That's she name, works right? in the diner with him. Um, yeah, she's great. And also there's so many, you'll have to watch it because there's so many cameos. And of course, Lynn has a very brief cameo cause he can't make of a course. movie without No, he's gotta be there. It. Um, but he doesn't really like sing. It's just, he's, he's like cooking in the kitchen of the diner and it's just like a brief little, oh, there he is. But there is a scene with a very beautiful song in the diner and like Bernadette Peters is there. It's Lynn phoned in every favor he could <laughs> and got and like at the diner seat is um, uh, Philippa Sue and uh, the original Angelica. What's oh, my name? God. Uh, <clears throat> it's terrible that I can't. It's fine. Uh, That's a lot of Broadway people. Right anyway, they're both just like have cute little headbands. And they're sitting at the diner at the bar and like they 
I'm shocked Anthony Ramos wasn't in there. At one point, the original George Washington from Hamilton is sitting in the audience. Um, oh, last thing, the other shout out. Um, who's the president in West Wing and also in uh, Martin Sheen? Get Out? Is it? Is that his name? He's not the president. He's no. the communications director. You're talking about uh, Bradley Whitford. Yes, he plays Stephen Sondheim, and he's so good. Oh, that is funny. Um, oh, I do like Bradley yeah. Whitford as Stephen Sondheim. Uh, yeah, he really portrays him in a very wonderful yeah, way. Yeah, um, but also that so. character he plays in West Wing could never be president. He has no capacity for it. But oh, okay, I need um, to watch West Wing. Uh, anyway, he, yeah. I'll I'll let the audience because it did come well. I guess by the time this comes out on Wednesday or is this he week, the... it'll have been out like for five days. But uh, I don't want to talk too much He's the about assistant the movie because I think of staff, whatever. It's not important. Jobs okay, on the West Billy, Wing. Um, cool. Probably most people have watched West Wing. I, but yes. Tick, tick, boom. And really quickly, I have to update. So my pop culture thing this week, um, I have been watching this true okay, crime. I've cutting been... me right off. Oh, you're not done? <laughs> no, I'm done. Yeah, but, that's what I thought. Uh, it was very funny that you were just like. Uh, go, sorry, go ahead. Just well, tell just, me about your thing. I'm trying to get the you know the rhythm going. So I'm I'm in the middle of a true crime series. Um, I just watched episode eight, and the big thing just happened. Is it Tiger King season two? No, it is not. <laughs> Dagny, I am talking, of course, about the true crime masterpiece, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two. Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. And we all knew, we all knew that at some point during the season, Jen Shaw was going to be arrested by the FBI for wire fraud. And we hoped that it would be on camera. And let me tell you, Dagny, that it was—it was, they, it they was one off. of the best, if not the best, episodes of any Real Housewives of all time. That's funny. She gets a phone call. They're all on the tour bus. They're in a tour bus in a parking lot because they're going to go to Vail to go skiing. And she gets a phone call. And on the phone, her eyes like whip to the camera, like she knows she's on camera. And then when she hangs up, she goes to another housewife and she's like, can you undo this? Can you undo my mic? Can you just, can you turn off my mic for a second? Sorry. And then she leaves the oh tour van. She's on the phone. There's no audio because she's turned her mic off and no one on the, and the producers are trying to get over there with like boom mics, but too slow. Yeah. Um, oh my then God. she comes in and starts telling everyone that her husband has internal bleeding and he's in the hospital and they're really concerned because that's really bad. Okay. Then she takes her mic off for real. She gets in her pickup truck that is being driven by someone else and she leaves. And they're all like, oh my God, I'm so worried about her. Do you think she's okay? I'm so worried about her husband. This is serious. And as they're sitting on the tour bus, there's cameras in the tour bus with the four housewives sitting there. You start to see police officers in SWAT gear out the windows of the, just like walking into the parking lot. And then and they don't notice. They're just talking. And then finally they're like, are there police here? And then a producer sticks their head in. One of them gets out. All of the cops have their faces blurred because they didn't sign releases. Good for them. Uh, they have vests that say Homeland Security and NYPD because oh it's a federal God. crime. Um, it's it's so good. <laughs> um, Dear God. Uh, it's, they all, the, I assume they keep following that story because... Well, so Jen left and so she wasn't on camera. Thing. And then, of course, like the professionals they are, the rest of the housewives decide, what are we going to do about it? They still go to Vail. So then the whole... <laughs> The whole bus ride from Salt Lake to Vail, they're talking to each other and then getting news alerts on their phone. And like oh all of their God. phones go off at once when the big one comes out that says Real Housewives star Jen Shaw arrested. And they all are just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It is so good. <laughs> then they get to Colorado. There's two housewives already in the house waiting for them. They're like, you've seen? Yes, I've seen. I'm not surprised. I knew she did this. I'm shocked. It's phenomenal. And honestly, at this point... 
two of the Real Housewives series, Beverly Hills and Salt Lake, are just um, uh, true, true crime, crime shows, and uh, they all should pivot. That's where they should go. All of them pivot. You got to at least have one yeah. housewife committing federal crimes <laughs> to get a storyline going. Spicy, because yeah, uh, they've done everything else, and now yep. honestly, to live up to that, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. yeah, like I said, or like you said. Federal crimes. That's where everybody wants. That's what we want with the housewives. Well, and speaking of the real housewives, our guest today has a has a, a, a weird, very lighthearted connection. But we don't have to get into it. I'm going to bring him on anyway. It's time. <laughs> it's time. It's time to get a guest on this show. On this, which is our Thanksgiving Day show. If you're listening on the day before Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving, I hope you're having a great week. I hope you ha- eat Yay. a lot of food. And also, um, I don't know if uh, our guest knows this, but Dagny technically. This episode is releasing. It's our one year anniversary. It's this episode. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yes. I'm glad our our guest is yeah. like pumped for this. All right. What an honor. Please welcome. Now I think you do need to introduce him as he asks. Yes. Because it makes sense. Please Go welcome to Poptimist, Detective Chief Inspector Constable Colin Conrad. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Colin's here. Sir Colin, welcome, welcome. I'm sorry I'm late. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you guys start already? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been uh, two hours, actually. We are, okay. We're past our time, so th- this has been Poptimist, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm sorry, kidding. I went to the wrong building <laughs> down the road. Uh, okay. Um, anyways, thank, <laughs> thank you, you so much for having here. me. <laughs> thank you for being here, of Colin. Of course, of course. What a fun bit. Nobody's ever come in like guns blazing with a bit from the beginning, like from the intro. Well, it's also funny because I think all of this is audio, right? Like no one's ever going to see. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to know. They're going to see me like just prepping in my chair. like <laughs> <laughs> Working uh, yourself up for the bit. No, oh, yeah. Well, thank you for that lovely introduction. And also, um, happy one year. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I have no I, idea. I really think you messed up having me as your guest <laughs> for your one year. Yeah. Like if anything... This is where it all goes downhill. So I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably, but we'll see. No, probably. Well, it's episode probably. one year, and also last episode. Oh, could you okay. imagine? Congratulations on your last episode ever. Because it's uh, Billy, what a way. This is the. I would say. I will say. This is the longest we've committed, other than our relationships, where you've been what thirteen years, and mine almost three. Um, just subtract a decade, yeah. but this is the longest we've really like committed to a project. Look at us. So, look at us crushing look it. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who, who would have thought? Wow. So many <laughs> hot takes. Paul Rudd reference. Also, oh, yeah. Paul Rudd, got to give him a, a shout out. Sexiest man of the year. Sure. Hey, Paul. I agree with. Hey. Shout out to you, buddy. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to you. Shout out to Paul Rudd. He needs more hype. Uh, not enough fans. <laughs> When's he coming on the show? Uh, Wait, he's here right now. Stay oh. tuned. Come on in, oh, buddy. He's here. Honestly, <laughs> he's here. I would I would legit lose my shit, and then I would be like, "Hey, Paul. Hey, guys. Uh, it's me. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing about being fifty-two years old? Well, you know, Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's just <laughs> when you turn fifty-two, you've got to do a nostalgic movie. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. I forgot that and movie then, existed. Uh, I'm sorry, Paul. It hasn't come out yet. 
Or no, I guess it did, right? Yes, it's out. Paul, you would know. <laughs> it did. It did come out. Um, so it it's out now. It's not getting great reviews, unfortunately. Um, but oh. you know, I had a great time, and they paid me a lot of money. <laughs> and I said, you know, Ant Man's coming around the corner, so it's gonna bounce back. I People can't wait. It, so it's fine. People love it. Ant Man, uh, Paul. And have you seen here. my? Mac- it is my favorite. My favorite Marvel the- movie. Uh, Ant Man. It is her favorite Marvel it movie. Yes. It really is. Like, like the first Ant-Man, not Ant-Man the Wasp. Honestly, both. Uh, oh, Thor okay. Ragnarok is up there, but uh, oh, Ant-Man, the first one, um, yeah, really loved Especially it. Especially now, I think Thor Ragnarok is one of the IMAX movies on Disney+. Plus. Oh, Have you watched oh. that yet? In IMAX format, which I don't know if it's going to make much difference. Yeah, because wouldn't that well to your TV? Yeah, wouldn't it letterbox the sides? Listen, all I know is when I'm watching it on my phone, <laughs> it's just a little <laughs> bit zoomed in. Other than that, <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. This is wow. Oh, the clarity. I know. Uh, amazing. So is your uh, topic today, I'm assuming, Colin, um, Paul Rudd? You know, he is. Um, oh, wow. Some people hate <laughs> no, him. I actually I'm kidding. Do I don't have... think anybody. <laughs> no, everybody hates him. That's the joke. That's the running joke. They nom- <laughs> it's like how you like get nominated for prom court if they hate you. It's like mm-hmm. that's the running joke. They all nominated him as sexiest man alive to make fun of him. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it, so it was mean. a joke. They never thought it would actually happen. No, um, so mean. But congrats to him and everybody involved, um, and all the runners up. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, actually, I have a couple different topics. But before I get in, in that, I thought it was really funny. I wanted to share because Billy, you just got engaged. Congratulations again. Thank you to you and. Um, so you did it. I know. Uh, so. <laughs> Billy, I, I would say I'd known you the most out of and Dagny uh, mm-hmm. for the longest. But um, when I was told about your comedy show, I'd already known about the engagement um, because they were like, oh, Billy's getting engaged. And I was like, OK, cool. We're trying to figure out work schedules of like how we can all either attend or people can be there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know who was proposing to who. So when you told me at work. There was a hot second. I was about to when you said, "Oh, I'm having a comedy show on um, Thursday night. Uh, I want you, I want you to come." I thought you were being coy and telling me about it <laughs> without telling me, and I was gonna be like, "Oh yeah, oh. yeah, comedy show, huh? Big night, huh? Billy's big night out, huh?" huh? <laughs> and I was about to say something, and then when oh, Claire got God. there later on the day and she told me it's who was going to surprise you at the end of the comedy show, I die on the inside <laughs> out of fear of what almost left my mouth so i am so glad that none of that actually happened i mean but, i am too um, i'm That's glad that i got funny. to be there for it yeah all right wow. so jumping into uh, the different types of conversations and topics i have so i thought about a couple of different things obviously we could talk about the spider-man trailers great love them um, mm. We could also talk about how Lil Nas X and Ryan Reynolds are some of the bar- best marketing campaigns out there for their products. Correct. We could. Yes, yes, Maybe yes. we might have time for that. But I also thought about talking about movies because I love movies. We talk about uh, all the time. Uh, but movies that really don't age well, even ones dating like a year or two ago mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and like all the different topics of that. And I have a list. Ooh. And unfortunately, I love Adam Sandler. His, if you Google movies that don't age well, are like it's some of the top of- ones where it's just mm. like, even like, so going back to like La La Land, which was like a, a hit favorite from everybody else, still yeah. doesn't age well because it didn't age well when it came out. But it's like uh, movies that 
everybody loves that it would either have a tough time getting made today, or if they did get made, would have a tough time resonating and landing with audiences just based off the fact where we are as a society and like how much more aware we are yeah. um, on yeah. certain stuff. So which topic interests you the most? I also have a rash on my back that we could talk about. <laughs> I'm really hoping you could look at. Uh the rash. Let's do it. All right. Um, all right. This, is, this is on video. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. 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 This is a, a video and audio medium, obviously. Um, yeah. That's why I'm in pajamas and a hoodie to be but, very presentable. Um, uh, yes. Um, I think yeah. either I want to hear the list of too. movies that you made because um, you put in the time and research. And <laughs> if there's one that really sticks out that we have high opinions on, I would love to talk about it. But okay. we haven't talked too much about little nas x or ryan reynolds and i love both yeah. of them so if we want to too. i want to hear your like exactly because i'm a little I was, not I confused only... but i want to know like what exactly your um like your thought process is with that because i mm. i'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. where i guess oh, i do I'm follow right. them I, maybe ryan reynolds is the one that i'm like not sure what the the marketing is and i just maybe that's because i don't have television i just watch streaming oh he's also reached i mean like uh he's also reached like extreme heights with like internet because he's got mint mobile oh he's He's been on tiktok yeah Uh, he's got tiktok well he's also got like his uh gin company aviation aviator aviation gin yeah Yeah. aviation gin uh, which Didn't this episode buy, is sponsored uh... by Aviation Gin, so please drink responsibly. <laughs> um, drink responsibly. Yeah. Um, doesn't him and uh, Rob um, from Oh yeah, Rob McElhenney, they have uh, a football yeah, they team bought a football in team. Wales, I think. Yeah, which uh, they even talked about on Ted Lasso, which I was like, oh, we're in the same universe as this in Ted Lasso. They talked uh, about. There's them. a guy at our work who believes that everybody's in the MCU. He's just like it's all part of the Marvel. <laughs> Everybody. That's a it's a new flat. and Ryan Reynolds are both in there. Um, <laughs> I remember the the but, first big Ryan Reynolds marketing thing that I thought was brilliant was when we had that horrible Peloton commercial where the woman was working out just to make yes. her husband like her. Do you remember that, Dagny? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Christmas one. And it was like, "Wow, you got me a Peloton for Christmas. I love you so much. Let me work out for you, honey." Um. And then mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds just... cast her, the same actress, to be like celebrating after a divorce in his gin commercial. Mm-hmm. And it's so Oh, funny. yeah. And then like, it's like, you're in a safe space. Yes. You're, you're, you're good. <laughs> you're okay. Here. Have some gin. So yeah. Um, or like, I think it was, I don't know what the dating app was, but there was like, it was like a dating app or something else where Ryan Reynolds had the devil fall in love with like somebody else. It might've been something geared mm. towards Taylor Swift. He's also really close with Taylor Swift because of like lively. Yeah. Um, he drops, and so, uh, yeah. They're like her like parents kind of. Yeah, they're, oh, very, uh, they're very supportive of her. It's very sweet to see. Uh, Blake Lively just directed one of her most recent videos with uh, yeah. Miles Teller and uh, his uh, in-person real life wife. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I just, I've noticed that Lil Nas X and Ryan Reynolds, I mean, there's probably tons more out there have had some of the best marketing campaigns for their products and what they're trying to advertise where it's like in a world where influencers are constantly just like, once they get to a certain level, mm-hmm. you, they just throw it in your face and then they put hashtag ad and you're like, I'm sorry, I didn't ask for any of that being thrown at me or at least make it somewhat enjoyable um but they've done it where you like you're entertained and you're like 
God damn it. They just got me with an ad again. Good job on you. Or I really yep. enjoyed that. I want to share that. <laughs> Um, little Nas, uh, I think he, I don't know if it already the happened, Maury. but he's already going on the Maury, po- yeah, the Maury Povich Genius. show. Oh yes. That uh-huh. ties into, oh my God, I forgot about this. This ties yeah. in, it ties into his music video. It's so, that's brilliant. It is. And not only that, he's also brilliant on TikTok and he's mm-hmm. just aware of everything going on. Remember when his pants split on SNL? Yes. Yes. He used that to keep making viral content. Because he knew everyone was talking about it, you might as well join in. Oh yeah, Monique. Yeah, he leans into the haters. Monique, the Monique, Monique Hart did like a, a tour funny. of his closet, uh, and he pulled out the ripped pants from SNL, and they like still had the hole in them, and he's mm-hmm. like, "These are them." It's a whole bit. I mean, the Maury thing is genius. Just if if anyone listening doesn't it, know, yeah. uh, he's got a music video where the man he's in love with he finds out secretly has a wife and a child. And it like breaks his heart. Mm -hmm. And then he got the actors who played the man and his wife to go on Maury to reveal that the man has been having a relationship with Lil Nas so he can attempt to break up this what marriage that only exists in the world of his music videos. But correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't one of the guys in his music video his ex-boyfriend? Oh, I don't know and if he's that's still very true. Close to them that might be true. In, oh, in the music, I think it's I think it's in the music video for "That's What I Want." Yeah. that's his actual ex boyfriend who he's still very close with. But because his career was taking off, he was like, "I can't dedicate time to this." Um, oh shit! And so, yeah, I don't know if that's still the same guy. I'm not sure, but I just am here for all of it. It's like some of the best marketing campaigns where you just want to keep going. He's creating his own universe where you just want to yeah. keep coming back. It all links into each other. And it's just like, Ooh, another piece of candy. Yeah. That's yeah. You're right. He's mm-hmm. really nailing it. I love or how it. about Ryan Reynolds, uh, uh, bringing Rick Moranis out of retirement for just a hot, for just second. one commercial, just one really stupid commercial. commercial. It was hilarious. He heard the internet's cry and he was like, Hey, if there's anything I can do, I'm going to try it right now. Um, <laughs> And it was unfortunate when Rick Moranis came out of retirement for like, then he, he got assaulted on the streets of New York. And I remember Ryan Reynolds, like put out a, uh, do you yeah, not remember I do. about that? I didn't know. Uh, about yeah. This. And it, it turned oh, out to yeah. just be like a random act of violence. Like a man just, yeah, it was a random didn't act know of who violence. He was, just punched him in the face. Like a, like a mentally yeah. unstable man of some sort. Yeah. It was really unfortunate, but Ryan, of course, everybody was looking to him because he had just put out the commercial with him. Um, and, uh, he, I think he put out a tweet that says, this is what I get for um, bringing Rick Moranis back into uh, the world. <laughs> I just make him unsafe or something like that. And it was yeah. just like, yeah. Uh, but I, all of those commercials. And then I think even with the Deadpool stuff, like, I mean, because when they, I don't know how much creative control or freedom they gave to Ryan, but it seems like they gave him mm-hmm. a bunch. And now he's got his own team. And I have a friend that works at his company in the like um the creative writing department and he's just like oh the, yeah it's just like it's such a collaborative world over there and ryan That's is like so very fun. giving which did you guys not to talk about other podcasts but did you guys uh, uh do you know that uh jason bateman uh will arnett who you were talking about earlier in the uh show and uh sean hayes False. have a podcast together right oh no do you, what is it called called smartless i think um i think it's exclusively on spotify uh but ryan uh did their podcast and i had no idea Mm. about his upbringing i mean like 
this clearly is turning into a podcast about Ryan Reynolds. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm fully on board. I love Ryan Reynolds. Colin Conrad is obsessed with Ryan Reynolds. Um, Honestly, it's but, like a I sorry, just because it is like a common topic on TikTok that Ryan Reynolds is what like straight man think is what every ideal woman's man is. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like he's cute but he's not what and it's like all these straight men are in love with ryan reynolds you are um, so right because i saw that they played that on today's show or something like that mm -hmm. of like hit and he goes why why me and also why just straight <laughs> men <laughs> it's very funny that's what there was a trend for a little while where it was like ask a man um how attractive they find ryan reynolds from a scale of one to ten and if they say eight nine or ten they're very straight <laughs> <laughs> ah, guilty because yep. i i mean like yeah uh but i i, I like this thing is that like, i want to also talk about the marketing campaign of all of everything but like clearly i've run out of steam on that and now we're just here talking about we, um, so let's talk about how do we feel about the yes. possibility about of him. a of a green lantern too that's what i'm with him oh with him coming back, yeah, no, Green that'll Lantern? never happen. But it. that was uh, Green Lantern's my favorite superhero. Ew. I went and saw that movie at midnight, and I was let down. Um, Let's oh, talk no. about how you did. You feel see and how did you, you see felt the then. interview um, with uh, what movie was that for? Ryan Reynolds and Taika were like in an interview together. What movie was, were they in recently? Oh, Free Guy. Was, uh, Free Guy. Yes, yes. So they. Uh, are sitting there and they're like, it's so great to finally do a movie with you. Like we've always wanted to work together, never had the chance. And whoever the woman is in that movie. Oh, it's Jody the woman Comer? from Killing Eve. Joni Cobert. Yeah. Um, she's like, weren't you guys in a, in a, a, an action movie together? And like, no, 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 we've never worked together. We've never. And then like just a whole bit of like Green Lantern. Doesn't yeah. Exist. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, very well, funny. apparently that's um, one of the best scenes of the end of Deadpool. Too, oh, too. yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and apparently so that he's makes fun of it. They well. like they kept holding whatever studio had the Deadpool rights kept holding Deadpool over his head for years, which is why he plays the shitty version mm -hmm. of Deadpool in the Wolverine movie and why he did Green Lantern, because it was like, this is the franchise you have to do because no one wants a Deadpool movie. And he worked like 15 years to get Deadpool made. And I'm so proud he finally did it, and it was good. But it's so good. Well, apparently that's also the same thing with The Rock with Black Adam that he'd been working on this project for since the early yeah. 2000s. But he didn't oh, wow. have the star power slash no one really cared. I don't yeah. know. I mean, huh. it, it's it's amazing how long you hear these projects have been going on, how long they've been struggling. Channing Tatum with um, uh, Gambit. Oh yeah, he had been he'd been fighting oh. for Gambit since. Their standalone X Men films. Yep. I think. Um, and then, wow. and then, but then, how did tanning, Taylor Kish come on? So, and then here's a fun fact. <laughs> here's tanning. what I learned from uh, uh, Franchiseography, which I'm going to be on next week talking about the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Hey, but um, Taylor Kitsch plays Gambit because of studio nonsense. He apparently got cast three days before he filmed his scene. Like he was like a oh, last wow. minute replacement because of all the stuff with Channing Tatum. It was like, well, for like three days notice, he did a great yeah, job. Yeah, but it, it was like, it's like literally less than a week that he got noted, like to do that whole role in X-Men and Wolverine Origins. Yeah. Which is wild. wild. I mean, I'm hoping now that with X-Men in the MCU, they do a fantastic job bringing in all these characters that we love from the yes. cartoons that we never got yes. to see. Um, and also um, just 
Like I was actually, I was just gonna have a, a, a Billy hot take. Um, uh, straight boys listening, X Men fans, I love you. <laughs> Gambit's not nearly as cool as you think he is. Okay, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's let's talk about that. <laughs> Wait, we just got Holland, Colin's hot take. Uh, hold on. Hang on. More like Billy's hot Pause. take. Everybody, get in here. <laughs> Hold on, all my straight friends are coming in the room right now. Guys! Paul, Ryan, come hey, in! Hey! Boys! <laughs> all right, they're here now. Um, so, uh, why? Oh, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just, I was a big X-Men fan as a kid, and I had, like, the X-Men encyclopedia, and I bought comic books weekly, and there was always this, like, oh, Gambit's the fucking coolest. And I was like, I mean, the purple's cool. See, look, I, I, I think he's cool. I don't technically know... Like his powers are throwing cards and they explode, and he has a cane that is magic. So all it he, is, uh, yeah, he looks great. In is purple. he can redirect um, kinetic yes. energy and he can store kinetic energy and then unleash it at a later time, which is a cool power. With that fucking hair, and with dude. that, I mean, yeah, Billy, can I ask what? you something? Can you do that? No, but I'm just saying, if you have that power, Ooh. I love that he Ooh, was. Dang, so don't, be singer. don't be shitting on. I just like can. that. I, it just—it's like that's his power. It's—it just seems like a roundabout way to be like, and he throws playing cards. Like they had to. It's obvious that Gambit was designed to throw the cards, and then they worked backwards from that to give him a power. And they're like, yeah, he's got kinetic energy, and he puts the kinetic energy in the cards, and then he flings it. And it's like, couldn't he just like hit people really hard? Like, uh, and they're like, yeah, but I, I, playing cards. What if we entirely like changed the look it, of Gambit? Oh, I'm sorry, go on, Daddy. No, I was just saying, I feel like maybe men like Gambit because I think every man at some point goes through a I want to be a magician stage. <laughs> like that's what I was going to say. Life, what if so we maybe... change the look of Gambit to just the average magician looking costume, black and white tuxedo, bow tie, maybe a mustache. I don't know. Fully on over hair and just like throwing cards and being like, wait, I don't know why I'm giving Gambit from? such a hard time. Oh, I do like him. It's just, he's never been my favorite X-Men. We all know who my favorite X-Men is. It's God, he's so fucking hot. Okay, I was okay. So I was gonna ask who would play Nightcrawler now, because um, Alan, Alan Cumming, um, Alan Cummings, yeah, was fantastic. He's so that good. opening scene yep. in X Men Two. I'm not a Brian Singer fan. Who is? But like, I, I nobody. God damn that guy. Um, but uh, uh, but that opening scene in X Men Two yeah. in Nightcrawler is just so fucking iconic. Yes. Um, and, and they're kind of like, they kind of, I don't know if Brian Singer originated, I don't remember seeing it before then, but then again, I was in middle school. Um, but, uh, th then you see it in movies like Batman, uh, with the Batman with, uh, Robert Pattinson in the trailer mm -hmm. where he like beats down the guy and they like kind of have flashes of lights. It's the same kind yep. of concept yeah. uh, just put to music at different times. And it's just like. It's so cool, but I was wondering so who they would have play Nightcrawler in the MCU because uh, who is the guy that they had him play uh, in Apocalypse? In the... I have no yeah. idea. No, because all the X Men movies either. got He's wacky starting with Apocalypse. Um, yeah, they did. When they were like, the timelines don't matter. Pop Timothy Timothy Chalamet into the Nightcrawler <laughs> oh <my> role. Gosh. <laughs> I also feel like a lot of big celebrities are. You'd have to get somebody who's on the cusp of like popping off, because yeah. the celebrities are always complaining about how long they're in the makeup trailer. Well, for. you could also or, yeah, uh, this is... Cody Smith McPhee, whoever this guy is. Um, oh, he yeah. was the kid in the road way back when. Cute. 
Um, yeah, I knew he had a bunch um, of stuff. Yeah, it's just like Nightcrawler, though, doesn't have to be that makeup heavy. At this point, he could be a fully motion-captured character. Because Alan Cumming, they made him have blue skin with all those like weird tattoos, which are like scarring, yeah. which has never been a thing in the comics. He's yeah. always been furry. Like he's always been covered in... Was that just them trying to justify or like make it yeah, more realistic? Yeah, it, which honestly is my biggest. Yeah. I mean, it, it did look cool. cool. I really like his design, but that's kind of my biggest oh, yeah. critique of the like Brian Singer era X Men films is they. I guess they thought the iconic X Men costumes were too cheesy and they wanted to modernize it, but now nothing looks more dated than the two thousand and three leather costumes they're all wearing. Well, how fucking alarming is talking about like let's Spider Man trailer with Lizard. They did a great job with reanimating however Lizard looks in the trailer versus in the Andrew Garfield. He is fucking terrifying, like alarming with that human looking yes. face, but Lizard yes. body. Um, yep. And then like some pictures are just like, <laughs> who signed off on this? But I also think it, it comes from like all the realism feel, film films, uh, all the realism <laughs> films that uh, like Brian Singer era, the Spider-Man, like uh, Tobey yep. Maguire um, films kind of bled into all those because i was re-watching those prepping for uh no way home and they're all mm -hmm. so dark and kind of sad they're not fun yeah. um is this andrew garfield era? yes yeah yeah because yeah, i, yeah, I yeah. watched all the toby mcguire ones and even those are more realistic more dramas than yeah. comedy mm -hmm. well and um, i i think yeah. one of the biggest disservice to superhero movies that the x-men movie did the first x-men movie one of the worst lines is Wolverine puts on his black leather outfit with the, the subtle X on it. And he's like, Ugh. and Cyclops says, what would you prefer? Yellow spandex, like mocking Wolverine's iconic comic book costume. And it's like, no, we would, mm -hmm. we would honestly put him in the yellow outfit. It's a fucking comic book superhero movie. Like, and then, and that, that bit of like the character putting on a comic book accurate costume and then being like, this is bullshit is so stupid. Mm -hmm. They did it in the third season of Jessica Jones when they put her friend in the in the nightcat mm -hmm. outfit just so she could stand in front of a mirror and go, yeah. I don't think so. What's the point? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Because... <laughs> Billy, are you done talking about continuity? It's not continuity, it's costuming. Because the cheesiest ex... Oh the cheesiest Spider-Man villain of all time. Bones Mysterio. Off. Got put in a live action film really? in a cool ass costume that didn't come across as cheesy and it was comic book accurate. No one else has any excuse. The man has a fishbowl on his head and they made it work. Okay. Billy, well, Billy, Jake Gyllenhaal's been through enough. We, we should I'm, we I'm complimenting him. him. And now He's John Mayer's a, getting it too. Okay, people need to yeah, call. Yeah, John Mayer is down. next on the pipeline of Taylor Swift. That's the thing. Uh, is it like. Universe. <laughs> I was having a conversation with somebody about this. Like, uh, where, by the way, this, I don't know how good luck in titling this episode because <laughs> we have not stuck to one thing, and you should have known how ADD I am when you signed me up. Just missing. We're going to beat you on your time. All right. We're going to talk about I'm fully on board. board. Um, this is, honestly, it's, this is very fun, but definitely maybe Samantha Hale, we did like the most topics, but this is the most like, this is just a sidetrack episode. It's this like one thing leads to another leads to another. Mm -hmm. um, this so is the multiverse of Poptimus. This is the, the Poptimus multiverse. I just, uh -huh. I just, I want to say how, say? how hard Taylor Swift's life must be that her 
biggest <laughs> problem. Hold on, let me get my Honestly, violin. Watch her that documentary. Her biggest problem is that an internationally famous movie star dumped her because she, the relationship didn't work out and because she was too young. Her, honestly, most musicians don't suffer like she has <laughs> suffered. Billy, I, I hope you are The iconic line of the new All Too Well of the, and I was never good at telling jokes, but the punchline goes, I get older, but your lovers stay my age. Incredible. Her oh writing. God, Taylor Swift just show up on I mean, it's funny, hilarious. <laughs> Taylor, um, welcome. Well, <laughs> and Ryan, Taylor, guys. That could also be about Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, and it's much more egregious when he does it, so... I know, but it's very funny too because there was a paparazzi photo. I know too much about this, but while also knowing very little about this Taylor no, Swift. No, please Jake give Jonathan us all stuff. your expertise. Um, but it was just very funny because there was a headline the day after Red was released of Jake Gyllenhaal um, walking hand in hand with his girlfriend, who is twenty four and a model. No, Jake. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. He might want to switch around his relationships if he wants to get out of this wow. mold that she's created. Well, uh, if you're listening to this, um, but it's very um, funny. Stream There's... 30 by Adele. All right. Uh... I'm, yeah, I have it to listen to on the plane because I haven't listened to it yet. I'm very excited. What were we... Also, apparently this... Adele like pushed her album release back so Red could have its week and then now Adele can have her week. They're all wow. good friends. Lizzo Meanwhile, went to Adele Ed Sheeran concert and is like... That... He never wanted to release an album again when Adele was because he'll never get a Grammy. And then here we are again, both of them releasing Ed Sheeran the and Adele. Time. Hilarious. Yeah. I, Adele could. I know. She. I haven't listened to the one, but I'm sure it's just as. Meanwhile, just as Lil Nas X for Grammy. There, yeah. Montero it. rules. That's a yeah. great album. He's got to win something. Yeah. Montero it is one of the good. best yeah, albums. It's so good. Uh, yeah. I've been listening to it at the gym on a regular basis. Can we also talk about Limp Biscuits Return? Let's talk about that. <laughs> Because I know you guys are Hold huge Limp Biscuit fans. What? So please. Where did they go? <laughs> are they back? Were they gone? Uh, if Bear's listening to this, he's going to be like, God damn it. I don't want to hear <laughs> that. That was a good Bear. Um, <laughs> that was a good Bear impression. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Colin, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we got to tell him to listen will. to this. Colin's on it. And then he will, he oh, will text God. all oh, of his God. criticisms to Colin and then not to me. <laughs> And then I'll have to hear about it from Colin. <laughs> he'll, just, he, he'll just be yelling over text message and I'll be like, hello? What? Hello? <laughs> why Why are you in the caps lock? Um, also, if you like Digimon, go back and listen to Bear Lyle. Digimon and Depression. Just go back to listen to Bear Lyle's episode, which was almost Is that a the year title of his album or like his self-titled book? I don't Digimon I, Depression? I if he ever wrote a memoir, Digimon and Depression would be a very good name for his his... <laughs> Um, yeah, the name of the episode is memoir. is Did yeah, Evolve into Anxiety Mon, which is mm -hmm. hilarious. Wow, I thought I was going to go really sad on this uh, <laughs> on this episode by starting with movies that don't age well. Um, we still have to. I'm not forgetting. Same. I didn't want to hear that list. But oh, what okay. what were we talking about? Limp Biscuit. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I was a angsty kid growing up. Which, by the way, I was like another bit I was going to do when I walked in and be like, okay, I'm ready for all my questions. And hopefully, you'd be like, wait, you didn't prepare anything? No, I thought you were going to ask. Me <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, but uh, so I was a huge like like 
I don't know, angsty kid growing up where I just wanted to rebel against everybody and anybody. Uh, but my mom would let me. So I wanted to go to Hot Topic and buy all of, like the heavy metal goth emo band shirts. But she was like, hell no, you're not doing that. Because I also went to Catholic school at the time. Um, uh, so you had your uniform. And then we went to public school. You could wear whatever you want. But I still couldn't wear like Slipknot or Insane Clown Posse or Limp Biscuit or anything like that. But I tried to burn all the CDs off of people. So, um, but I had the Walmart versions of it. So it was like, I had every other word bleeped oh. out. But anyways. Does Walmart oh. only send, sell censored versions of music? Wow. You Congrats on having a normal childhood where you just never. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I say shout out to my mom because she never stopped us from going to Hot Topic. Granted, we were going in there for what? Superhero shirts and Dr. Yeah, Hume, yeah. memorabilia. <laughs> never like the heavy metal bands. So she oh, was yeah. like, go oh. buy your like cheap earrings that's going to turn your earring or your ears green like sure go ahead uh and i should say turquoise extensions for my hair so turquoise we were never going extension. too hard but hot shout out to your mom allowed. but also i want to say shout out to my mom too she was great she did it she did she did a great job we hope yeah um but <laughs> at the same time um so yeah walmart only sells um edited versions of albums um still? as far as i know i don't know about still but that was like their thing yeah because yeah. dining art yeah. when we were young time. was when they when we they started Hastings. doing the parental advisory sticker on albums because of nwa i think oh but yeah, yeah so that was like a thing of the 90s where they were like these kids are listening to violent music oh and they're talking about sex put a sticker on it so that you know not to buy it um <laughs> Uh, Which makes okay, it anyway, way more hard. <laughs> oh yeah. So, anyways, they played Lollapalooza. I'm a huge fan. They kind of like they weren't. They didn't go away, but they took a lot of time off. And then the guitarist West Portland kind of needed to, like check out. He was kind of like over it, from what I read. Um, and then mm -hmm. they came back this year to play Lollapalooza, and it's all on YouTube. Highly recommend watching it live if you're a fan at all. They did a fantastic fucking job, and they just released nice. a new album. And the album is called Still Sucks. So it's Limp Biscuit Still Sucks. Because <laughs> they know uh, that they catch a lot good. of hate from people. That people are like, you like Limp Biscuit? Um, and <laughs> they're also in on the joke that they're the old guys now. So they have a yeah. song out called Dad Vibes. Um, and, <laughs> and instead of like the character that he played with the red hat and like the goatee, he now is a character where a gray hair, glasses, like khakis and stuff like that where he's like playing the old man that's trying to still be cool it's great love it that's um great. and Similar also to Nas X, who's who leans into like the public's yep. eye of him and he's like exactly these hate comments let me just spin them and make them uh make me yeah. more popular and um, uh you know what i too love i love a woke limp biscuit where it's like they understand <laughs> A lot of the stuff that they said when it's talking about things that yeah. don't age well, a lot of the mm -hmm. stuff that they said at the time that was controversy, going to be like make a lot of like headways. And it was also it was popularized uh, back then. Yeah. They've changed a lot of their ways. They say they sometimes like don't say some of the lines like uh, calling out Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears and some of their uh, mm -hmm. songs. Um, but then also because a lot of songs like he'll say the same catchphrases, Fred Durst, and he'll be like. Uh, hey, ladies. Well, on when I got my because he canceled the show in L.A. back in August due to covid scares. He was like, I don't want to put anyone at risk. We'll postpone. We'll do whatever. But on the breakdown email you got, it says, hey, fellas, hey, ladies, hey, nine by uh, non-binary people. And I was just like, 
biscuit. <laughs> Love this. Hey. Oh, that's that's fun. Anyways. Uh, also, uh, hashtag yeah. freed Britney. It's done, baby. Yes. Hey. Indeed. She is She's, and, the, and she is, yeah, she is. Oh, I can't wait for the lawsuits to start. I can't wait for her to get mm-hmm. what's hers. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, and I hope her dad goes to jail. All no. right. <laughs> oh. We all oh, my gosh. And uh, 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 New Limp Biscuit out now. Check it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this That's what this episode is. Um, Before we... This episode is sponsored by Too Much Coffee. Honestly, I could use another one. Me. Um, yeah. Colin, before we wrap oh, up, man. let's let's briefly one. go through this list you have of movies this that list. have not aged well. All right. So, and I haven't seen all of them, but some I did write down. So, uh, Dances with Wolves, and I also looked up a list, and a lot of them had the same mm-hmm. stuff. Best Dances Picture winner. Wolves, White Chicks, Tropic R- Thunder. Yeah. Oh, a couple of the Best Picture winners. Green Book. Oh, Green Book hadn't um, aged well when the year it came was, out. <laughs> I know, and it's really? still a crash. La La Land, yeah, I know. No, oh, that's so funny. Kidding. For a second, <laughs> I remember. I was like, yeah, it did. No, it did not. Yeah, La La Land, um, Crash, also yep. a Best Picture winner in uh, 2005. Um, uh, the Office, a lot of episodes, but everyone already knows that. Even Steve Carell was like, yeah, we couldn't have made that again. Um, super bad. Yeah. Um, uh, bad Santa, Borat, Bruno, Eastbound Bruno. and Down, a couple, of ep- a bunch of, ep- a bunch of episodes of Friends, Never Been Kissed, yes. Blank Check, Shallow How, Peter Pan, the cartoon version, Rush Hour, Big Daddy, a lot of Adam Sandler films were on this. I'm just gonna save <laughs> running down that. The Hangover, uh, Sex and City, the, uh, the TV show, but also a lot of the movies were very tone deaf and mocking Islamic women. Uh, Ace mm-hmm. Ventura, oh, Pet yeah. Detective, Animal House. Yeah. Um, oh, the list goes on, but it was just like when I read that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, these are movies that like still people quote, and I like really enjoy watching." But it's it is like one of those things where if you haven't American Pie is like I couldn't get through again because it was like I've never actually seen it. These nineties teen the, comedies the, are the so sexist. Quote. Yeah, I just was like, I cannot believe that we myself included used to watch these and be like yeah this is great now yeah i'm like (laughs) i i want to turn this off this is terrible yeah Yeah. that's what i'm really glad i don't know if this is a hot take because i i know that there are super bad fans including my boyfriend and his roommate that's by that movie and i watched it for the first time last year and I mean, there's definitely parts that are very funny. Oh, I love Superbad. I, I mean, I yeah, I told them afterward though. I was like, I think Booksmart is way better. I don't know if that's because I'm a woman which, that I think that, but there's I a think, lot of comparisons there. Even Jonah Hill oh, yeah, and Beanie Feldstein story. being in the same movie. Yeah, yeah, and they're being siblings. Duo. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm like, I maybe it's because it's aged better in a sense that it's just come out, you know, more recently. But mm-hmm. just. In general, I thought it was a better movie, and both of them were like, "Excuse me, Superbad's a classic." <laughs> both of them with their film degrees, just like pushing their glasses up there. So, when did your boyfriend uh, see it in high school when it came out? Yes, yes. So, so I think there's like a lot of nostalgic nostalgia. factor yes. to a lot of these movies, and that's why people like myself still stand by them and be like, not stand by them that way, but it's like you still look at them in that same light where you're like but it was so funny and there's still so yeah. many funny moments or quotable lines and stuff like that but yeah as a as the the moments that really come up you're like oh god this this did not age have well. you ever my one of my favorite uh, things yeah. is is every once in a while on twitter some young kid will discover 
and feel like they discovered Tropic Thunder for the first time. And then they'll be like, do you guys know what Robert Downey Jr. did? And everyone is just like, yes, he was nominated for an Oscar. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. (laughs) And they even in the movie talk about like like, like how bad it is and everything else. Yeah, uh, but it's just like one of those like. Ooh. I mean, it's but I, there's there's something. Oh, Billy John did. John brought up. Um, this is something also a TV show that they're that is still flourishing and we love that don't air some episodes and that's always sunny in Philadelphia. Even though I would argue, I don't remember specifically which episodes that they don't. I think air. I know which ones um, you're talking about too. There is one that they do blackface, but like later in the show, or no, it's when he darkens her skin to play a, a mexican woman <laughs> it's not great it's not great at all yeah um, yeah but like we didn't really question it when we watched it and now we're like that probably shouldn't have yeah. been uh it shouldn't have aired on tv but um yeah it's just interesting that nowadays we're like more conscious of that well but i even th- i think i don't even... know there's a part of me that's like it exists and should we still show it but like i no, i don't know it's I do want to. I want to clarify because I, I want to let Colin talk. But I do want to clarify. So oh, Billy no. and I are canceled. We're not encouraging <laughs> you should do blackface or something. Well, I don't. I, if, these if, things, these if you aren't canceled, <laughs> if you aren't canceled uh, for that, but uh, the Swifties are coming. Oh, that's Billy, fine because Billy. Yeah, yeah you did. Like, uh, the second he mentioned Jake anything about, did I defend yeah, him? Jake Gyllenhaal. You did. I don't know. Did a good job in Spider Man, which. He did, but like it's not Billy. They're coming Billy. for you, dude. Like, you, I hope you haven't Wait revealed your address John or where Mayer you live. again, and you can be a fan of Jake Gyllenhaal again. But mm-hmm. he is the most hated man on the internet right now. No, I'm not a fan of Jake Gyllenhaal, and he should definitely date age appropriate women because you're on your route to be Which, Leo, dude. And and every year with Leo, it gets worse and also, worse. Dane Cook has a joke about that uh, because Dane Cook uh, is dating someone much younger than him. I think Dane Cook is in his late forties. Um, and, uh, his, his girlfriend, he's been dating for a long time is like in her early twenties. Um, but they've been dating since I think she was like 19 <laughs> or Yikes. younger. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Also, she used to work with someone I used to work with at the thirsty merchant. Um, but <laughs> okay. So, uh, he has a, <laughs> he plays, he has a lot of jokes that he tells right now about the whole situation. Cause he's like, all right, I might as well make fun of it. And he says, oh, yeah, I went in the kitchen the other night. My girlfriend was doing her homework, and she just looks so adorable. And I was oh just like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, my God. That's, hey, at least he's self-aware. Again, yeah, self-aware. because uh, who would have thought yeah. Who would have thought that the self-aware one between Louis C.K. and Dane Cook would end up being Dane Cook? Wow. Dane Cook. <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad – I don't know much about Dane Cook, but I do know that, like, I'm glad that he's back because, like, he – he went through a lot yeah. of tough times, especially with like mm-hmm. his brother trying to take all of his money and like he had to put his brother in jail. Um, yeah. It's it just like, it, it went really bad and, uh, and it seems like he's doing all right now, but um, yeah, a uh, couple friends and myself included have seen him at the uh, improv in West Hollywood a lot mm, lately. Nice. So I guess he's gearing up to oh, go on cool. tour. Uh, shout yeah. out to Dane cook. Say, I hope you're listening. Yeah. You say Dane cook has been through a lot of hard times, but let us not forget Taylor Swift has been through harder times. Everybody. Oh, please, yes, um. and let us. But on that Swifty note, and I will listen. I, Swifties, uh, if you're listening, please come for me as well. Um, <laughs> I I just want to say, like, I get it. 
let's take celebrity out of this. Let's take the fame aspect out of it. What the whole breakup thing situation was, yeah, it it probably hurt uh, back then. It probably did a lot of stuff, and he he hopefully has learned from that and how to treat people, yeah. how to maybe communicate his feelings. Uh, but I don't think like I understand too. An artist will take what has happened to them and turn it into something, and mm -hmm. you know it, it's still. But the fact that people are attacking Jake or John or anybody else, it's mm -hmm. like. If anybody, any one of us had a, a blah, 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 significant other um, put out a song or a movie about us and the wrongdoings that happened, we'd be fucking mortified because yeah. you're you're making dumb decisions and stuff, hopefully not on purpose. And then you learn from them. You go, you know what? I was really bad or I'm really sorry about how I, I didn't communicate or I acted, whatever it was. Uh, but yeah. then 10 years later to still be getting like harassed online. That's what I'm like. All right, people, you that's gotta, you gotta calm very, down. Yeah. That's, that's what I think is very funny about the whole situation. I kind of, we had a mini sode last week. Um, mm. and I kind of talked about that. It's very funny that it, this happened a decade yeah. ago and now yeah. <laughs> like, it's just hilarious to me that we're back to like the fans are hating on it, but just to like, make this poptimist related since we've talked about Taylor Swift so much. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I, I just, it's very, I'm glad people are now recognizing that Taylor Swift is like incredibly talented. Even if you like, don't love her sound, like her songwriting, it's, it's like next level. She's very good at what she does. Oh yeah. Um, and there was that whole, like all truly a decade where it was like, you were made fun of if you liked Taylor Swift. Like for some reason it was just, she was considered not good or I don't know. It was like, it was cool to hate Taylor mm, Swift. Yeah. And yeah. It's wild. I'm glad that she's one make like redoing all of her albums to have full rights of them, which is a big power mm -hmm. move on her part. I love it. Oh yeah. She's um, very inspirational. Um, yeah, especially in, like, in, sorry, go on. No, just, I, I think it's, because uh, that's like a, a good poptimist kind of thing is like people for the longest time, it was so cool to hate Taylor Swift. Like if you liked her, you were kind of weird um, or just like too girly or something. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's making such a comeback and like similar to Gaga and Miley, she had her different phases and ebbed and flowed with her music and grew into the like but superpower she is now. <laughs> look at us putting on uh touching on all the topics we have touched on as we're wrapping up here i'm gonna bring it back to the things that don't age well but it was popular at the time to attack mm -hmm. taylor swift and pin her against someone the same age adele yeah. when yes. there was and I, I won't i i don't again everybody i don't it's like i i you can google who this was but at an award show people were making fun of taylor swift and saying um so uh, about her basically just talking about and complaining about all of her love relationships failed and everything else and turning them into hit songs. But you, she said, but you don't hear Adele doing any of that. And yet you're the same age and you never even think about Adele in the same capacity. And it was just like, don't, don't pit yeah, each other yeah. against. No, no, no. Yeah. Or pit them against each other. And it's like, also like Taylor and they is. support each other. <laughs> yeah. And, and Taylor yeah. really is like, she is a fantastic musician and artist, but also like entrepreneur where it's like, She's like, I mean, what has she ever really done to anybody other than just be really successful and good at what she does? And people love yeah. to watch somebody fall from the top. Yeah, it's so it's wild that there was that 
such a long phase of just not liking Taylor Swift. Yeah. So just so sad. But good for her. She's really turned TikTok into her own <laughs> like yeah, social media uh outlet because man is is every other maybe it's just my for you page but like every other tiktok <laughs> is something related to taylor swift oh mine um, is yeah i do love the uh please don't be in love with someone else soundbite that everyone's using it's a very um, funny trend. that's a fun I'm one a big fan i do. knows what we're talking about because he's definitely he's definitely engaged right now in this conversation well, I wanna, <laughs> before you wrap up i want to give a shout out i want to give a shout out to whoever runs the duolingo account for, t- for tiktok um, they're so good. They comment on like all the viral videos in the funniest way, but they did the, please don't be in love the, the, with someone else, that trend. Uh-huh. And it's the like owl mascot pushed against a glass door. And it says, um, when someone uses Google translate, instead of actually learning a language with Duolingo and they're sliding down the glass door. <laughs> oh man. So whoever that runs that account, fantastic. if you're listening, kudos to you. Incredible. You're incredible. Um, endless entertainment. Let's get them on the podcast next. Yeah, um, I would love to know who's doing it. Maybe it's real fast. <laughs> it probably is. And it's little Marketing Nas X, genius. And we're right back to where we started from. Look at us. <laughs> Look um, at us. Real fast before we go. I need to know who has had the worst audio set up on your podcast. Oh, in all, right. in, actually, wrapping up this mm. year in review of a year celebration, your very last episode yeah. ever right now. Um, <laughs> who's had the worst audio and uh, who's run the longest uh, and went over their time that you had to keep trying to be like, all right, we need to wrap up. Kevin. Besides me. Star Wars. And I was the only one who was like aware yeah, of me the Yeah, me and Kevin were just sprinting um, towards the two-hour mark as fast as we could. Just talking and talking and talking. And I was like, I had to ring them in. I had to like cut them off as if they were so drunk off of I, my My the audio sounds audio, bad know. on the Pandora Box episode which really bums me out mm. uh, when I go back. Oh, I should say, honestly, I've been the worst because I had a really shitty mic before I got this one from. Oh, believe <laughs> it, Billy, from the fiance. Um, <laughs> my mic prior oh. to this was so quiet. Billy had to fix my audio every episode and it like it was really bad. So I would just to also not call out our guests. Um, no, no, there, no, no, please. A few people have used AirPods, <laughs> and that kind of sounds like they're. That's probably the worst audio, just because it sounds kind of like they're calling on the phone when they use AirPods. But a few people have yeah. done that. Hello. Um, yeah, it really it does sound a little bit like they're on the phone, so that's probably the worst one. But we can still we were still able to understand. All right, and last question. I'll honestly, uh, put, throw myself under the bus. I'll say I've had the worst audio, and Billy had to put in a lot of work to <laughs> fix it the first half, first six months of the show. Going forward in the next year, what would you like to see happen with Poptimist? And also, like, uh, what are especially the Thanksgiving episode? What are you most thankful for having come a year into this now? Oh, um, I mean, more and more listeners. We're we've honestly every month gained more traction, yeah. and uh, I would love to get a sponsorship. Sponsors. That I would want to get great. paid. Yeah, pay me. Right? Hello, Fresh. I already right. buy from you every week um hello fresh just sponsor us um so that would be great if we got like a an actual full-blown sponsor and got paid for not just the live episodes we do um so that would be great and then i'm thankful for billy because this show i will say Potmas started as like billy's love child of (laughs) it was gonna just be him hosting um (laughs) and then he was like, hmm, maybe a co-host to 
ring me like or rein me in when I get a little out of hand and that's me um so Billy I'm thankful for you for asking me to be your co-host I'm thankful for all the work you put in on this show and I'm thankful that we've been doing it together and we've got a year under our belt which is crazy it's wild it's amazing so cool thank you Colin good stuff let's um let's play a game let's let's wrap this up okay by playing a game we call what a pitch what a pitch. So what a pitch is where Colin, our guest, is going to give us an object in a genre and we're each going to have 30 seconds to pitch a project to him. Um, and uh, Dagny, do you want to go first? I don't remember. Uh, sure. I, d- I don't. I'm not yeah. sure. I can sure. go first. I'm going to take my headphones off, Colin, if you're good. I'm ready. Bye-bye. I hope. Sometimes I'm not in the headspace to do this. All right, Dagny. Um, so you told me it has to be an object and a streaming service or like an online platform, right? It can be anything. It can be like a comic book, a movie, okay. uh, so, any, so I want game. a TV show that is uh, streamed on Marco Polo only. Um, oh. and yeah. Okay. And, okay. and, um, and Billy is a door to door salesman trying to sell thermostats. Billy, like Billy McCartney. My oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, never, never mind. I was confused. Okay. It's about a door to door salesman trying to sell, uh, thermostats. Okay, but it's exclusively on Marco Polo. Only on Marco Polo, so the episodes are 30 <laughs> seconds each. Okay. And they will be shot um, at you in, okay. in bulk. I love it, because Tubi was so successful. And uh, was that Tubi? Listen, that... I... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I sorry. just want to... I just, I know, I just I, want I a can, platform where you you want to just keep watching on one in one piece but at yeah. the same time like it it's going to get very very annoying because you're going to have to keep loading each video and you're going to get cut off so you have to like rush to get to the end of the episode like in terms of if you're recording like how an instagram yeah. story only lets you do 10 seconds at one time yeah, yeah. i think i i honestly this has to be set in the future because i think at some point we're going to get to this because our attention spans are shrinking day by day yeah. um so, yeah, I think it's going to be a futuristic, uh, may, not quite dystopian, but it is just like a set, obviously, in the future. And um, he, the door-to-door salesman is actually a drone that comes mm-hmm. to your door. Um, and it's just a screen of his face. And if they want it, if they want to buy the thermostat, it like pops out. Or the drone becomes the thermostat and he disappears. Or, or maybe he's able to like somehow still hear. So like kind of black mirror-y. Yes. Um, so he like is Shh. like uh have I hit 30 seconds? I think I have. But essentially Black Mirror, he's like taking data from people, getting face recognition, all of that. Uh, and it he kind of takes over through this door to door salesman. Because he's a really good salesman and he's people are buying these thermostats. Love it. And maybe and there's something cool about the thermostat. Like it's it I, like I, pumps like uh like pheromones in the air and makes people like fall in love with you or it's like it's got something got a little extra spice to why people want to buy it and really for those wondering why i said thermostat is because earlier i said i was drinking out of a thermos but i said i was drinking out of a thermostat and dagny was like what yeah so that's why i said thermostat (laughs) because all about recycling uh yeah so i think the the thermostat has got to have an extra bit of spice for it to be able to be sold so maybe it's billy don't turn your volume up yet uh i i went way too over um but yeah it's gotta it's i think it's gonna be like he learns exactly what they want um and then caters the thermostat towards their dreams so like they can it'll like 
make them more successful or whatever they desperately want in life. It doesn't just read the temperature. The it reads, yeah, like the how close you are so, to your yeah. goals and, yeah. and everything else. Yeah. Um, and also, I guess so, the platform maybe should, I don't know, it, should it stay on Marco Polo or should it be Instagram stories? So that way people have to keep clicking through. I just want to annoy the shit out of people as they're watching this. I could, it, or, it could maybe be that stories maybe and it like has like the topic for each one and mm -hmm. then people can just like whichever ones they relate to they'll actually watch the 15 30 seconds however much can um, we have like be mad because i've yeah. gone so far over 30 seconds and don't forget to add in all the ads that will air in between each clip of the Absolutely. Instagram story okay good yes good, good. so many ads okay billy Wow, those those thirty I seconds just only keep, talk. Yep. keep getting longer. Only we're we're, look, we we see Kevin Keeling's time, and we're going for oh, it. Oh gosh, we're yeah. coming. No, for Colin it. and I were kind of spitballing and make really making my yeah. idea, um, my my pitch more, um, uh, attractive. Okay, I don't know. Okay, all right, Colin, go ahead. Give Billy this uh this this topic. So I just, do. I have to give him uh, everything that you just told me. No, you just tell him what the the thing in genre is that okay. you picked, and he will come up with his own. Perfect. Door-to-door uh, -door salesperson is in the future um, selling thermostats that not only read your temperature. Oh, wait. No, also... no, no. Don't tell him what I said. Okay. So just tell him uh, the platform that you said. Oh, okay. Uh, and Instagram, then let him run with that. Instagram stories. <laughs> So it's a, about a door-to-door -door salesman in the future on Instagram? Um, but the platform that, yeah, yeah the, the, the show will only be seen stuff. on Instagram stories. Well, obviously, it's yes. it's a global warmest, warmness awareness campaign. Um, it's a fun <laughs> little jaunt. And he's like, hey, look, here's this thermostat. It'll tell you what the temperature was on this day a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. It's it goes back in time using uh, uh, tracheons, oh. tachyons, the thing, the, the thing that goes back in time and they, it's a tachyon thermostat. And you could go, oh, wow, it's 92 today. That's kind of hot for November. Oh, gosh. In 1986, it was 40 <laughs> degrees. Wow. Global warming is real. And that's that's what it is. <laughs> Yours, yours was shit. far more educational wow. than my Black Mirror-esque <laughs> Yeah. Wow, I also, really speaking of TikTok, where it says, I understood the assignment, I did not understand the assignment of that game. So I apologize. <laughs> I love it. No, I didn't good. understand the assignment. I, just, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you getting into my pitch, and I was like, no, 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 don't do it. You're like, shut it. it. Yeah, Mute. Billy, sorry no, for it's fine. It was good. Oh, no, please. Billy, that was uh, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. And also in the time limits. So <laughs> well, that, I, will, I will overlook, Billy's... but Colin, you do have to pick a winner. Mm -hmm. What would you rather watch? Danny, you were fantastic, but I think based off of us saving this planet, we got to go with Billy's oh, idea. Oh, yeah. Me, by yeah. myself. I'm saving the future. I am the chosen one. <laughs> Billy, I'm excited for you to listen to mine because I, I am where it ended up. I'm quite proud of the... <laughs> the final pitch but yeah yours is yours would work better on the platform mine had a lot of story to fit into a 15 or 30 second gotcha episode. gotcha yeah the future yeah. is now baby um mm -hmm. sure cool. is um colin before we wrap up is there anything you would like to promote to the people oh. um 
Uh, I've been writing a bunch of stuff lately, and so I'm going to have uh, some new bits and videos coming out. And uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is coming out December 17th. Hilarious. Um, and I have needs nothing to do with that. Needs bump to get people in the yeah. seats. Yeah, yeah, listen, it really needs your support. Spy- it also, yeah. it's all, I'm also um, calling it Spider-Man 9. Or is it, no, it's 10 if you count uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man 10. Suck it, Fast and the Furious. Yep. Um, yeah. Before before we go though, Colin, just for my benefit, could you indulge me with your casual Real Housewives connection? I was going to oh, ask. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Billy and I work together, and uh, occasionally we will just talk about what's going on, what we uh, like to enjoy. And Billy has been telling me he's he really enjoys Real Housewives of Potomac, and I said, "Oh, I went to high school with somebody who's on that show." And it's Ashley Darby. Mm, um, mm, mm. Her name was not Ashley Darby at the time, um, but I think she was like a year or two older than me. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I, I've known her uh, since like middle school, yeah. maybe. Um, I, I've not talked to her in a long time, but I do know people that are still in touch with her. Uh, but yeah, she's done very well for herself. Um, she and married rich, I assume. I mean, I don't watch Housewives. I know, but... I know some behind the scenes from what I've heard of, like you know where her life took her and how she got to uh, uh, that show. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, 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 I've only heard some stuff. Billy knows way more than I do on the show. I just know that I went to high school with yeah. Ashley. We would see each other in classes and in the hallway, and and, and no and tagging, and no tagging. Don't don't tag her in nothing. But she's lovely, yeah, and she's say, on I... the best. She's on the best Housewives right now, so she's crushing it. Better than she, Salt Lake. Uh, Potomac has been consistently one of the best for six seasons. So I mean, they're they're okay. up there. They're always they're uh, crushing it. Uh, I was yeah. gonna say, Colin, before we wrap up, I appreciate one. Thank you for being here today. You were a hey, wonderful. Thank guest you so much for blast. having me. I I literally when Billy asked me, I was just like, wait, you want me? This is amazing. I actually secretly hoped I was going to be on the show. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, you were great. I love I loved it. Uh, I loved the chaotic episode that we have. Because uh, it was really me. all over the place, and I had a yeah. good time. Um, but I will I say, I'm also very thankful it. that you talked to Billy about housewives because <laughs> uh, then I don't get as much of the he calls me I just to catch up, and then for 20 minutes tells me about what's happening on all the, all the housewives, and I've never watched an episode. That's a lie. I used to watch uh, Dallas yeah. with you, uh, like casually, everyone. Yeah, I've now. I've never seen an episode either, and really like. I enjoy hearing about it at work, um, especially when we're setting up in the morning and stuff. Uh, I've just mm-hmm. never seen an episode, and I think I've mentioned it like eight times because he's watched Housewives of Potomac, and I was like, every time. Now I fully remember, but I've always like, "Hey, did I tell you I went to high school?" With yeah, Ashley? and he's like, "Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. You did." You did. I was like, "Yeah, okay." Well, you know, it's still cool though. I it's very cool, and it. she's great, and I'm so happy. Cool. And if you ever bump into her, hit me up. Uh, I will. I will be like, "Hey." Ashley, you remember me? She's like, no. And I'm like, okay, got it. Cool. We'll have a friend. <laughs> but then he also uh, brought into work the other day uh, yearbook photos, and I was so happy. Great. Ooh, I thought we were going to keep that those... under wraps. You know what? Now I'm the, the weird stalker guy who went to his parents' house, got the yearbook out, and said, hey, Billy, here's some pictures I took of her <laughs> in the yearbook. I greatly appreciate it. And you know what? I can cut this from the episode. It's fine. No, uh, no, it's, oh my god! <laughs> uh, if you want to leave it, then you well, can. I, but if this ever comes back to bite me in the ass, be very, very funny. Uh, mm-hmm. 
that's fun. Always knowing like a loose celebrity and oh, yeah. capacity is, is a fun, humble brag that you can throw out at parties. Um, amazing. The six degrees right. game is always a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, actually, speak really la- last minute. Um, I played a board game recently. It's kind of like um, the Blockbuster game, which is super fun, but it's mm-hmm. more for movie nerds and it's called Cinephile, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, it's super fun. I played it at my boyfriend's house because his roommate got it. Uh, they did a lot better than I did, but it was really fun. There's like six games within the like pack of cards that you can play. Um, so yeah, just promoting a, a, I guess that's kind of pop culture, a fun little This card episode game. brought to you by Cinephile, Aviation Chin, Lil Nas X, and Swift. <laughs> Adam Sandler. And all Swifties. And Adam and Sandler. And Paul Rudd. Oh, here he is. Um, Wow. <laughs> Say bye, Paul. Hey, guys. Um, thanks so much for having me. Uh, sorry I didn't get to talk. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have time for you, Paul. So sorry. Um, oh, it's okay. <laughs> maybe some other time. Um, yeah, but this has been Poptimist. Should I do our outro? Yeah, I why not? Time. Yeah. Um, Eventually, we, we should. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this has been Poptimist. Thank you so much for listening. And happy one year to Billy and all of our listeners for supporting us through a full ass year. That's nuts. Um, and if you like this episode, be sure to listen to all of our other episodes. Um, so, you know, go back and check those out. And make sure you subscribe, like, um, give us five stars, comment uh, about Billy. And what? Billy, just out of curiosity, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I want to I ask, other than this episode, obviously, but with our one year review or er, our one year mark, yeah. whatever, do you have a favorite episode that we recorded? I have a lot. I like so many of them. Um, I like Kevin's episode, honestly. <laughs> um, I like talking about Star Wars. Um, gosh, Colin, I'm... this isn't to say that you're not our favorite. No, you, believe me. I knew I wasn't really in the running. Fun. Oh, yeah, the... you are in the running. It was very fun. But I do have a favorite. I the, think. Um, the, the Fast and the Furious one with Ryan Schwartzman was a lot of fun. The Nick fun. Jimenez's live episode. I'm just scrolling through these. These were all so good. Um, Could you pinpoint one? You don't have to. I mean, I just, I, just, I, I couldn't believe Pandora Box said yes to us. And I still think it's very cool that we have a, a Repulse Drag Race alumni who's done an episode of Pod- Poptimist. Go back and listen to uh, Pandora Box talking to us about Xanadu. Yeah, Ooh. that was a fun one. Xanadu. Um, I gotta say, just because of how weird it was, um, my favorite episode that we've ever done was Joe Rumrill talking about the Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is <laughs> topical to this because That's true. it's go back, Thanksgiving. Go back and listen um, to Joe Rumrill talking about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh my God, really, that one was really funny. That was, it was just so, he when he, as soon as he said it, I was like, we're in for a treat because yeah. this is probably episode, the most wild thing episode anybody 29. has ever brought in. It's called Little Sticker yeah. in the Corner with Joe Rumrill. <laughs> um, we talked about the Snoopy accident. And then you talked about it again on the Ryan Schwartzman episode. Because Ryan Schwartzman was uh, in was the there. crowd when, when not Snoopy, when Barney popped and, oh, right, and, Barney and ripped popped. to shreds and they had to pull it down. And I, I told the story on the, the episode. And then Schwartzman was like, I have to come on Poptimist because I saw that happen when I was six years old. I was like in the It was great. Um, oh, I was and- terrified of Barney growing up. Terrified. That's funny. I mean, like I saw the mascot Barney once at like a kids terrified. playhouse, whatever, and and like it was. I forget what it was, but it was a local one. And then it would have the music come out, and you knew Barney was going to come. But I would just shove kids down the slide yeah. to try and get away as fast as I can. Like I mean, Barney was a nightmare to me. 
That's hilarious. That's so to know funny. That. Hot take for all those kids out there. Yeah, Barney, I, I, I'm really sorry for shoving you all down the slide, but it was a life or death situation. <laughs> you heard the music come on. I wasn't the only one. And I was at the top of the playhouse and I was like, I got to get to my mom. Move the fuck out of the way. Yeah, we. I yeah. get it. I get it. Dinosaurs are terrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially these large purple dinosaurs. So scary. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. He's my uh, friend. I didn't say... If you have any hot takes, be sure to email us at poppinmispod at gmail.com. We love to hear it. Um, and follow us on Instagram for any updates of upcoming shows, uh, live shows, yada, yada, or just upcoming, or just we announced once a week. Follow us because we post once a week. It's not like we're flooding your Instagram um, feed. <laughs> well, we could start, uh, though. It's just once. We could. We could start. Do it. Just post pictures of floods, yeah. but only in basements. We don't want to get like tragic. Okay. Just basement yeah, yeah, floods. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's a, a really good people would love to follow. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> this has been the longest outro we've ever done. Um, what a blast. Thank you so much again, Colin. And hey, everybody thank say, you for having oh, me. Oh yeah. Of course. Anytime. Please come back. You'll All be right, our guest at our week. two year anniversary. Uh or next week. Welcome our third host of Poptimist. It's <laughs> Colin. <laughs> um and on that note, everybody say goodbye. 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 Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Bye-bye.